Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Warriors for Christ is an online ministry, half a million followers, and they have publicized and shut down 20 or 30 drag queen story hours. So what does YouTube do? They deplatform Pastor Rich Penkowski. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a new friend, Pastor Rich Penkowski is with us from Oklahoma, and he is now the target of anti-Christian persecution by the Google Corporation, whose motto is do no evil, but they control YouTube, and they are persecuting Christians by removing them permanently from their platform, our guest has had over a half million followers on YouTube until recently. He was deplatformed with no explanation. Here is Pastor Rich Penkowski from Oklahoma. How are you, sir? Welcome to the show. I'm blessed. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. How does it feel to join the ranks of the persecuted and deplatformed? Uh, well, I can't say I'm surprised by it. However. Uh, it actually feels good to be persecuted in Jesus' name because the Bible says when you're persecuted in G for Jesus, you know you're doing it right. Well, I'm right there with you. Uh, we have two strikes currently on YouTube, but they're coming after Christian pastors like you for speaking out against homosexuality and what the Bible calls sin. Uh, tell me, how big was your following? We had, at the time YouTube took it down, 556,000 subscribers. Wow, that's like, that, that's a bigger platform than I could hope to have. I think we only have six or 7,000 on YouTube. Uh, how long have you been doing this? Why did you get so many followers? Well, I actually started on Facebook in 2017 where we had several hundred thousand followers on there. And if you go back and look, you know, they, they deplatformed me back years ago as well. And that was for standing up against homosexuality as well. And um, people really resonate with the message because we weren't just standing against homosexuality, we were standing against abortion and we were a teaching ministry. And we solely focused on equipping the saints more than anything else and encouraging them to take the gospel beyond the church parking lot. So, so that message seemed to have resonated with Christians. So you're an evangelist, but you ventured into the sphere of, of political criticism, let's say, of not just people's you know, right or, or unright to, to engage in private consensual activity between adults. But the homosexual community was coming after children in the form of what they call drag queen story hour. Uh, it's spread across America. For our viewers who don't know what that is, can you explain? Yes, and, and actually it, it's morphed. When they first started, uh, drag queen story hour was uh, Ninety percent of the time, it's homosexual men dressed in drag, and they're reading stories about being gay or transgender to their target age is three to five years old. Now, when they first started, they were saying they were trying to encourage reading, but when we go out there, we stood against it, and we would live stream what they were doing, and they could no longer push that narrative because they were only reading stories trying to convince three, four, and five-year-olds 
uh, to either a boy can grow up to be a, a woman or a girl can grow up to be a man. And we helped expose all of that. So it's just trying to get kids at a young age who understand what the difference between a boy and a girl is. But what they don't understand that age is the process of a boy becoming a man and a girl becoming a woman. So they target that age group to circumvent that process and confuse them and distort biological reality to try to indoctrinate and recruit them into their, um, for all intents and purposes, their, their cult or their lifestyle. So these drag queen story hour events were being pushed by the gay community on three to five year old children in public libraries. And you went in there and you simply captured it on video. You live streamed their actual event because as a member of the public, you were entitled to attend in a public library uh, and you live streamed. What was the reaction from your viewers? My viewers were, were shocked, they were disgusted. Um, and we didn't just film inside, we, you know, we, we actually stood outside and we preached, letting them know that this was wrong, this is wicked, God considers this wicked, uh, you know, that the Bible tells us to, you know, we're supposed to pray for children, not pray on them. Uh, but when people were seeing this, it did have an effect because we did see a lot of people start speaking out against this and, and countering the narrative that the LGBT is trying to push, that they're just about love and acceptance and the whole idea is that we have to mentor children because they might uh, do harm to themselves if we don't foster this and all that. Uh, but you know, when we when you see it live in front of you and you see them dressing little children up in in, in little tiny shorts and belly shirts and you see what they're doing, my audience was and, and they couldn't you know again video doesn't lie. We 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 say in the street preacher community, video is the modern scribe. Uh, you can't you can't uh, change or distort what you're seeing live in front of you. And um, if you notice, a lot of these uh, events no longer take place in libraries uh, when they do them. Now they try to get private venues. Let me, let me be clear on this. You never actually called for violence against gays or you never said anything really too critical about what they're doing. You just exposed what they were saying to children. And what was the result? Was violence done against you? Absolutely, we've actually had uh, we had two people come to my home. Uh, the U.S. Marshals had to get them because they were trying to kidnap my children. Uh, they were actually sex offenders. Uh, we had a guy come to my house with a gun and threatened to put a bullet in my head. Uh, we've had feces sent to my home. My car has been vandalized. We've been followed by Antifa. My wife, uh, she went to buy a pair of shoes in the store and they recognized her name when she uh, uh, used the card. And the woman, you know, threw down the shoes and started throwing a fit. I mean, so... Uh, there, there has been a lot of violence coming toward us. We have thousands of screenshots in the federal court right now uh, of the violence that they've demonstrated, to, uh, 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 proof of the violence that they've said to me and my family. Uh, they threatened to rape my children. And they do this on social media, by the way, and they never get banned for it. That's sad. Now, there was an event outside of the library after you filmed one of their meetings, you were preaching outside and someone came to attack your group. Correct, it happens all the time. So when they did acts of violence against you, did the, did the library notice or, or what happened? They did in actuality, that's how we got a lot of them shut down. So when we're outside, we were attacked. Um, we actually had video of it where they would come literally and the police would have to escort them off, take them off the property. And when the library directors would see this, they would say, we can't have this anymore. 
So it's it's not because of us that they've canceled them. It's because of their behavior and the violence that they're doing towards Christians who are simply saying, look, you're an adult, you've made your choice, you want to do this. Hey, while Jesus says it's wrong, you have the right to do what you want in America, the privacy of your bedroom. But the minute you take this out publicly and you start trying to target children, then it becomes our business. And the libraries began to shut them down. We need to take a short break, but when we come back, Rich Penkowski will talk about up to 20 or 30 drag queen story hours have now been stopped by the libraries. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience and we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis. Then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please, protect religious freedom, don't purge the Christians out of the military, here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, talking with the deplatformed hero and preacher and evangelist, Pastor Rich Penkowski of Warriors for Christ. Uh, Rich, before the break, we were talking about the violence that happened to you as private citizens voicing your public speech on a public sidewalk outside of a public library, and they attacked you. Uh, but what else happened? You did some Freedom of Information Act requests? Yes, sir. So. And when they, when they do the first event, uh, we found it quite effective to do a Freedom of Information request to find out how much the taxpayers are paying for security and for these events to happen because public libraries are funded by taxpayer dollars. 
on average, we found out it's costing the taxpayers, those cities, $60,000 to do that for police overtime and whatnot. And we found that when taxpayers, you know, find out that their money's paying for this, they don't like it very much. And that that kind of prompts them to action. And they start speaking out saying, we don't want our tax dollars being used to do this. So when the taxpayer objects, who do they complain to? Like the city council or the library board? Are these public entities? Yes, they are. They, they'll, they'll go to the city council uh, and or the, the library board. We encourage them to go to their state lawmakers, their state representatives and their state senators, because they're the ones who have more, more say in the laws of those states than, than our federal lawmakers. So we will help them find who their representatives are, who their state senators are in their area, give them their contact information so they can contact them as well. So we have reported that in Florida in recent months, that the anti-grooming bill is on its way or maybe has already become state law that would prevent the sexual targeting of children. Uh, would that apply in your state of Oklahoma? And, and what do you think uh, your legislators ought to do about this? They, they actually had, well, they, they started the process here in Oklahoma already where they, they, they have a law uh, where we prevented boys from playing sports on the girls team. Uh, now, we just moved to Oklahoma prior to that. Now, Tennessee, and, and, and this isn't news, but in Tennessee, they did pass a law that says a school, if they're going to teach LGBT issues, has to give written notice to a parent first, and the parent has to give consent. Otherwise, the school cannot teach it to children. And you notice there was no outcry about that. Um, it's simply an opt-out notice. And we, we helped get that passed in Tennessee. So I think parental consent must be required. Uh, of course, you're protecting Christian children from this propaganda, but it's not just in public libraries where it's optional to attend. It's going into the public schools. What have you observed? Well, if you actually look at the data this year alone, one teacher on average has been arrested every day in this country for either um, uh, child pornography or molesting a child. Uh, in the schools, we have tons of video evidence where people send it to us because this is kind of we're known for, for exposing this, of teachers now bringing drag queens into the school for the gay clubs, the gay straight alliance clubs, and they're performing. And not only are they performing, but there are some concerned citizens, actual students, the youth, who are concerned, who are filming it and exposing it to the public, the sexual, the gratuitous sexual nature of these performances for children. And parents are speaking up about it. And we as a ministry, because we have actually filed a lawsuit in Tennessee against a school, which would, if we win, set a precedent that parents can sue teachers in their individual capacities for what they're doing to their kids in schools. Wow, that would stop some of the uh, sex crime offenders, right, from, from being allowed to engage. Uh, when your research and your publicity about this uh, hit its prime, how many of these events were you able to shut down? To, to date, we have shut down 21, with the latest being a, a, a drag queen event that was gonna take place at a, a family, they called this a family restaurant in Gallatin, Tennessee. Uh, we opposed it, we publicly, you know, uh, asked Christians to come out there, we showed what they were doing, and they shut the event down, and then they scrubbed their entire social media platform of any mention of the event, and the manager called me on the phone and actually repented for even thinking about holding that event there. Wow, so that's pretty effective. 
Um, yes. but, but you've received some backlash now. You mentioned you had hundreds of thousands on Facebook, 550 some thousand on YouTube, and you have been shut down, taken off of those platforms. Um, what was the warning that you got? What did they say about why they're doing this? They don't, actually, Google never actually gives you an answer. And when media requests for information, they simply say they don't discuss their internal policies. Uh, they'll just say a blanket, well, he buy it, we, we reviewed his channel and we think about our policies and they'll leave it at that. We've looked at this channel and we think it violates our policies. Have you read any of those policies? Do you think you maybe violated them? I have read those policies and I most certainly have not violated them. And I've tried to make that case. Uh, most recently, we had to create a new channel uh, which we did, and uh, they already demonetized us on review. And I've asked them, what exactly did you review? Because you monetized me, demonetized me, asked me to make you a video about what we're doing. You monetized me again, and then out of nowhere got a thing saying, nope, can't do it anymore, uh, with no explanation. And when I try to reach out to Google, because if you're not monetized, you can't actually get a person in Google to talk to you, because their, their support is only for channels that are monetized. Otherwise, you have no recourse, there's nothing you can do. That's interesting. I know that our platform on YouTube, going on you know, 10 years of broadcasting on YouTube, has been demonetized, I think a couple of years ago, but now we have two strikes and they could permanently deplatform us. And the warning that they give to us is, oh, you're, uh, you're anti-gay. Well, yeah. we're, we're simply talking about legislation that is being passed by real legislatures around America or real city councils like the ones that you have in Oklahoma. We report the news. And just by talking about the backlash by the American public, we're being punished for being reporters. They're censoring the reporters, they're censoring the press, the First Amendment. They don't want the public to know what the gays right. are doing to their children. And therefore, right. they are complicit in the perversion of children by pre preventing us from talking about it. Amen, that is actually right. We actually, on the new channel, we did a video and, and we did nothing more, like you said, we simply took news articles. Uh, we took a news article that uh, a homosexual man named Daniel, I think it's Villarose wrote, where he said, can we stop saying we're not trying to recruit children? And I simply shared the article on a video. I went to the Library of Congress where I showed the gay manifesto I showed clips from that San Francisco Gay Men's Choir where they said, we are coming after your children, and they took the video down for simply, uh, I didn't even give my opinion, uh, just sharing things from their own uh, writings and their own articles. They took it down citing hate speech. Uh, I can't believe it. Uh, hate speech is freedom of speech, and we never say that we hate anybody. That's the irony is we never call for violence. We never say, I hate these people. But they say, because we're exposing it, that we're the haters when actually we're trying to protect and love our children. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Rich Penkowski will talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. 
So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by evangelist Rich Penkowski, who is uh, with Warriors for Christ. Rich, I wanna ask, uh, as an evangelist, I know you've made news and you've become famous about these political issues, but you have a spiritual message that predates all this. Why do you care about this? Because hell is a horrible place, and we don't want anybody to go there, especially an eternal punishment for something that you're doing here to gratify the flesh. Jesus Christ died on the cross to free all of us. Every single one of us is guilty of sin. Every one of us. Every one of us, the wage of sin is death. That's what the Bible says. But Jesus Christ came. He died on the cross to free us from the power that sin has over our lives. We don't have to be slaves to our fleshly desires, and we don't have to succumb to the desires of our flesh if we follow Jesus Christ and obey him. That's our message to people. And, and you said something before, YouTube called you anti-FD. I don't like being anti-anything. I'm not anti-anything. I am pro-truth, and I am pro-Jesus. And being pro-Jesus makes you anti-something. Well, that's their problem. I am pro-truth, not anti-LGBT. And I love these people enough to go out there and risk my life and risk my safety to tell them the truth in hopes that they will be set free and delivered from that lifestyle. How does Jesus forgive our sins and what did he do for us on the cross? Jesus Christ came as a flesh and blood human being. He died on the cross, an innocent man, to pay the price for our sins, a debt that we could never pay for. Jesus died on the cross not only to free us from sin, but to deliver us, to heal us, so that we can be reconciled to God. Because God tells us in his word that, again, every single person on this earth sinned. And the wages of sin is death. We all deserve the death penalty for our sin. We have all rebelled against God. But God, in his love for humanity, sent Jesus Christ in hopes that man would turn to him and be reconciled to God so that we can spend eternity with our Father in heaven. So I'm guilty of sin, you say you're guilty of sin. We deserve punishment in hell for having offended God and his righteous law. But Jesus paid the price. Jesus was like our substitute. When he died on the cross, he was 
punished so I could be set free, I could be forgiven. I was guilty, but, but my guilt was put upon him. He was innocent, but his innocence was put upon me. And so there's kind of an exchange here where my sins, your sins can be forgiven. If only we do what? What must I do to be saved? Believe and repent. And you will, not only does God say he can forgive you, but he will forgive you. He promises us that he will forgive us. If we believe and call on the name Jesus Christ, repent of our sin, he will forgive us. And as we walk and as we become regenerated, and as we get closer to Christ, those things that we were once a slave to, we no longer are slaves to. We are no longer slaves to sin, but we become slaves to righteousness. And sin no longer is our master, and sin will no longer have power or control over you. And you can actually walk in righteousness through the power, the grace, and the love of Jesus Christ. You say this with such confidence, and yet there's somebody out there watching who they're on the fence, and they've never experienced this kind of forgiveness. They've not been born again. They've not made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of their heart. Would you lead that person in a prayer? Just encourage them and then offer to pray with us. Absolutely. Uh, if you're watching this right now, I wanna let you know whatever you're going through in your life, whether you're addicted to drugs, whether you're addicted to pornography, whether you're living a homosexual lifestyle, whether you're a drunkard, a fornicator, it doesn't matter. Jesus doesn't ask you to come to him, to get cleaned up and then come to him. Jesus is saying, come here as you are and I will clean you up. He's not gonna leave you in that state. And if you're watching this right now, I wanna let you know there is hope for you and there is forgiveness for you and it's available through Jesus. And Father, I, I just wanna pray right now, Lord, that anybody watching this video, whether you're watching it live or watching a subsequent broadcast, Father, we pray that you send the Holy Spirit to minister them. We pray, Lord, that you send men and women uh, to go and minister to those people, to those lost and broken people, Father. We pray that you convict them and they understand who you are, Lord. And we pray for forgiveness. We pray, Lord, that you, you touch them and you deliver them and you heal them, Lord. You heal the broken relationships. You free them from the power that sin has over their lives, Lord. And, and they come to the knowledge of who you are, Father. Father, we pray right now that you, whoever it is, that, they, that, that you send the Holy Spirit, that they cry out to God to deliver them, Father, because we know you promised us in your word that if we are believe and we call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will forgive sin and that you will deliver and you will heal the lost and the brokenhearted. And we pray for all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. How can people contact you? Uh, they can go on our website, wcchurch.org. Uh, I do have a new Facebook profile because Facebook actually disabled my account that I've had since 2004 the other day for exposing the child grooming that's about to take place in Bloomington, Minnesota on August 13th. They're putting on a child performer. They're calling for youth performers, and I've been out there enough to know what that means. Uh, and for exposing that and pointing out, asking Christians to come out, they shut it down. Well, thanks my for standing. Profile. Uh, we're out of time, but our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you just prayed with that man, I want you to call us right now at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. 
text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free Religious Freedom sticker. Call today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 